morning and welcome to this week's serving of Mickey Waffles, a Disney podcast where we cover everything from parks, movies and merchandise. My name is Sinead. And my name's Kate. Hi, how's it going? I'm pretty good, Kate. How are you? I'm on top of the world. Oh, very nice. (laughs) Well. (laughs) In the interest of transparency, due to work commitments on my behalf, we are double recording. So this is actually a pre-recorded episode. So unfortunately, there will be no news. I love it when we say pre-recorded episode as if the other episodes we put out are live. (laughs) True. But still. So there isn't any news this week, but any kind of interesting little tidbits of news we will have been putting up on our Instagram stories and stuff like that. And then if there's anything major that came up, this is, I love how we're talking the future. If there's anything major that would have come up, we'll talk about it next week. Exactly. Because it will have warranted and a week's later of talking to. There'll be so much news. There probably won't be, but maybe. So since we were prolonging our recording period this week, and we're going to be doing two shows, this is going to be a mainly question and answers. We have a couple of questions from people that on Instagram, and then Kate has found this lovely Disney tag that we're just going to go through, just so we don't miss a week. Yeah, because... You don't want to, want to be... Consistency is key, ladies Consistency. And Consistency is key. <laughs> very good. <laughs> so to help us through this very difficult time, what we've gone and done is got ourselves a lovely, a lovely Jameson and Coke. Hashtag not spawn. But if you know, I don't know, can 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 you sponsor Disney podcasts with alcohol? If Jameson wants to sponsor me, they can sponsor me up the wazoo. I don't care. <laughs> I don't think anyone should sponsor you up the wazoo. That's probably really bad. <laughs> I don't think that would be all that overly pleasant. Probably not. <laughs> Correction, just while we think of it from last week when we said that we didn't know a date for Disney's Magical Pride in 2020. We do. Disneyland Paris tweeted it while we were recording and we didn't know. So they've announced that it's going to be <laughs> June 6th, 2020. And Nina West has already messaged them being like, hi, hello, how can I be involved in this? So Disneyland Paris, do us all a solid and invite Nina West because... Because contrary to Sinead's opinion last week, if Nina West goes, Sinead's going to go. I love Nina West. I know you do. Is Nina West the one that did that video that you sent me with all the different Disney ones where she like took off a different outfit for every one? Yeah. That was really impressive. I actually might post this on our Instagram stories one of the days where we're a bit slow on stuff to post. Basically, Nina West is a, for anyone who doesn't know, Nina West is a drag queen. She's from Columbus, Ohio. She was on season 11 of RuPaul's Drag Race. She won Miss Congeniality. And she is an out-and-out Disney nerd. She was over in the UK to do some press stuff and shows and whatnot. And I think she was doing a couple shows in Paris. And being an absolute Disney nerd, couldn't get that close to a park without visiting. So she went to DLP. She seemed to have a great time. She's been constantly tweeting ED92 after it. So I've been like, oh, when your two worlds collide. (laughs) But she regularly includes Disney lip syncs and stuff like that in her acts. And there's this one particular one where she goes through, what is it? Like 10, 12 Disney songs? She goes through loads of them. And like changes her outfit for each one. And it's incredibly impressive. And I'll post that up on our Instagram stories because I feel like everyone should en- everyone should enjoy Nina West to the full. But yeah, Magical Pride 2020, June 6th. So we'll start out the episode with, we've had some questions come in. Uh, the lovely Mary, her username on Instagram is rwenbell98, that's A-R-W-E-N, bell98. And she said, help how do I use Line Bertie to, to book meet and greets in the park? I can't do it. Wow. Well, Mary. 
She's not going until, I think, September or November. Okay. But she's very confused about how on earth you book a meet and greet with Lion Bertie. Do you know what? I'm going to get the app. I'm going to open it up. And what we might actually do closer to the time is we might actually do a screen recording and put that up on our Instagram. You can. Okay, so it's really simple. The app is called Line Birdie, which is spelled L-I-N-E B-E or T-Y. Mm-hmm. So what you do is you download the app, you open it, and you go into... Is it Take a Ticket or Search? I think it's Take a Ticket. It is Take a Ticket. Oh, Search and Take a Ticket bring it to the same place. <laughs> and then all you do is you go up to the little um, magnifying glass... And you put in Disneyland Paris. Paris. Oh, you were looking at me as if I was doing it wrong. I was no. like, but I think I'm doing it right. And you just put in Disneyland Paris. Now, I don't know if your app is different. I can't, I can't see. Now, what you can do is you can put a little heart beside DLP. So when you open up your app, it's the first thing that pops up and you don't have to search for it. Oh, that's handy. Would recommend doing that ahead of time. Don't want to work. Just so you can save it as like a little favorite. Okay, so we'll carry on in my app. <laughs> So, would recommend going to the app ahead of time, even just kind of have a play around, have a look at it, and save Disneyland Paris as your, like, as a favourite. You click into Disneyland Paris, and it'll bring up the two parks. The app can be a little bit slow. So, it brings up Walt Disney Studios, Toon Studio, and Disneyland Park. The Disneyland Park one is only used for pin trading, and it also has Lion King signature experience. Yeah, so if you're paying for the Lion King signature experience... The 99 euro one. Yeah, you're able to pre-book the thing there. Oh, handy. Yeah, so you use Lion Lion Birdie. But someone put up on the Disneyland Paris advice page that's on Facebook that they tried to use it. They didn't know what it was, and they tried to use it even though they hadn't bought the package, and it didn't let them. So there is a thing to go into to show that you have bought it, or there's a code you get given or something. Okay, cool. So Disneyland have thought of that in advance, that you can only use that if you have bought the package. Okay, sweet. Now, we haven't used the app for the pin trading thing. Not 100% sure on that, but Mary, you did specifically ask about meet and greets, and we've experienced with the meet and greet ones. That's what we're going to stick with. From what I know, the pin trading one is basically just you get a ticket and the ticket number guarantees you get a, a pin. Okay. To get inside the pin trading event. Or to get, to guarantees you a pin to get because they only released 250 tickets. Fair. Makes sense. So one thing to note is that you, it is based off location. So if you, you can't be sitting, say, here in Dublin and book yourself a ticket in to go meet Pluto. It won't let you do that. It, you do have to be within range of the park to be able to do it. So when you click into Disneyland Paris, it brings up the two parks. You click into Walt Disney Studios and it comes up with meet and greet and then there's a little drop down menu. When you click in the drop down menu, it'll tell you what characters are available. So at the minute it's saying Daisy and Friends even, not Disney and Friends. (laughs) Buzz Lightyear Friends and then Disney characters. So it'll go through and give you a little bit of information if you need it, but... Yeah, so the Daisy and Friends is currently where Minnie used to meet, but because Minnie is now in her Parisian outfit down by Ratatouille, it's now Daisy and Friends. Where did Minnie used to meet? In, didn't she do the first half of the day in Toon Studio? Oh, did she? Yeah. Oh, okay. I wasn't sure. Oh, yeah, because I saw on Facebook. They were like, Daisy, Daisy's there now instead. And do we know what the Disney characters one is? Isn't it? No. Okay. Well, either way. See, because it, it changed, I think it just changes very quickly because it, sometimes it's Pluto, sometimes it's someone else, sometimes it's Mickey. Yeah. So just keep an eye on it anyways. Um, but say, for instance, if you want to meet Buzz Lightyear, you go in, you click Buzz Lightyear, 
The thing to note with this and the way to make sure that you get it is to set an alarm on your phone for 9.43. Uh-huh. Because from 9.45, it opens up. So it's just give yourself a little bit of wiggle room if you're on a ride. It gives you a minute or so. To have your phone, have the app open, and just to make sure that you're like ready to go mm-hmm. because they do book up pretty quickly yeah they can do and there's a there's a lot of talk on that facebook page i, I just i referenced that facebook page because it's a lot of uk and ireland people who were mm-hmm. going and they often get really mad at the app and they say that like everything's gone within two minutes so you really you have to be on the app before before nine forty five, before it opens but also make sure that you're checking throughout the day as well because people will cancel their slots yeah and people will cancel their slots and then they'll pop back up so you might be able to grab a slot then during the middle of the day obviously that's not ideal in terms of planning for what you're going to do yeah. for the day but don't lose hope if you keep missing out in the morning yeah but if you do if you are say for instance adamant that you want to meet buzz lightyear Set an alarm on your phone and just be ready to go on. Also have everybody else in your party. It might be one person, might be several people. Other people that are with you, get them to download it as well. Get them to have the app open. And then if you all try at the same time, you're bound to at least get one. If you get more than one, you can cancel it or you can just kind of stick with whoever has the closest one or whatever time suits your party better, whatever. But the biggest thing, like the app itself is quite intuitive as i said download it before ahead of time go in and have a look around as to what you have to click how many clicks you have to go to go through stuff like don't go into it completely blind but the biggest thing is set an alarm on your phone the slots open up at 9 45 for the morning ones i know for the afternoon ones i think they open up at like half two or something like that i could be completely wrong but i know they open up slightly later but especially for the morning ones 9 45 have the app ready to go get your ticket to meet your characters yeah and it's really important that i was gonna say it's really important that you listen to us but more the effect that a lot of the cast members aren't that overly helpful with line birdie no because i think it's majorly because it's not a disney run thing yeah it's a completely separate company so they're just not very helpful with it which i know is bad on disney's part but if you have listened to this and you get what we're saying share the message because i know that a lot of people who have gone to the parks don't understand line birdie or they might see it on the map and be like what is that and they don't get it so or if you see anybody in the parks that is really confused as to why they can't meet a character if they speak your language like if they speak english or if they speak german or if they speak a language that you also speak just give them a little heads up show them a little app and just make everyone's time a little bit easier because if you know the sus it can be really easy and really simple to meet characters exactly and something that we have done before is we had some extra due to a scheduling mishap we ended up having some extra slots available when we went over to meet buzz bring people in with you yeah as in our ticket was available for six people but there was only two of us we didn't book it knowing that there was only going to be two of us we thought there was going to be six of us but it happened that there wasn't and it was all just it was all a big hullabaloo right but we arrived and our tickets had six because originally there was supposed to be six of us, but we arrived and there was only two of us. And then this family of four came up and it was all a big thing. But we were like, just come in with us. One thing to note that we did find out from a cast member is that from... the Apple send you notifications for when it's getting near to your time, when you're within kind of like 10 people to the front of the queue, the like virtual queue. And it'll let you know when your time is ready. 
Now, obviously, if you are down the very back of Disneyland Park, it's going to take you a while to get over to studios. Yeah. You do have, I think they said an hour yeah. to get over, but I would I would say that they would probably let you in anyways. I can't guarantee it. I'd probably just get there as quick as possible. Yeah. If your phone is buzzing at you that it's you're next in the queue, don't be lackadaisical about it. Do start making your way over. But I also wouldn't panic either. No. Because from what we could see on her iPad, she had like eight tickets that she was allowed press to say they could go in. Yeah. So it does look like they have a little running order of, or a good few tickets that they can allow in at certain, like at that one time. So if in doubt, just be like, look, I had this ticket, so and such happened, blah, blah, blah. You might have to wait a bit longer while you're there. Yeah. Like actually waiting at the queue, but you'll probably get in. Just make sure that you're clear and concise and not rude. Yeah, exactly. So hopefully that clears it up. Um, And if not, let us know. We can do a little screen recording and pop it up in one of our stories highlights if that would be helpful for people. Mm -hmm. Just let us know. But top tips would be download the app ahead of time and have a play around with it. Set an alarm for just before 9.45, just so you have time to be there and in the app. Keep an eye on when your meet and greet is so that you are not like running from the very back of Disneyland your meet and greet four have a great time hey <laughs> oh also just a really small side note Minnie mouse isn't line birdie at the moment in her parisian outfit it's just a regular queue just because if anyone went at christmas when Minnie was in her christmas outfit that was a line birdie yes so but at the moment she's not so just be aware that some characters will swap and change depending on where they are what time of year it is whether they have line birdie or not that's line birdie uh-huh. i hope that clears it up for you Hopefully. Again, if not, reach out to us, let us know. We can do a little screen recording if needs be. So yeah, thank you, Mary, for sending in your question. And then we got a question from Breffney, who's tried to make this particularly difficult for us. So his question is... Breffney always has the most complicated questions. I know. I know. I don't have a literary master, Breffney. <laughs> well, so... Breath has asked, what has been your favourite seasonal costume for a character to meet in the park? And he put some stipulations on this. I was not allowed to pick anything Halloween related. And Kate is not allowed to pick anything Christmas related. I am allowed to pick something that's Christmas and Kate is allowed to pick something that's Halloween. But obviously he kind of figured we, I would go for something spoopy and you'd go something. He did also speculate, speculate? He did also stipulate that I'm not allowed to pick Sandy Claus because technically that's still Halloween. <laughs> dickhead (laughs) that's funny (laughs) rude so yeah i'm gonna say mine was christmas mini cute christmas mini in the studios we have pictures up on our instagram was just the cutest thing she had this gorgeous red like fit and flare jacket with a little like flat top hat and it was just the goddamn cutest thing that picture of like me and the privets is like one of my favorite pictures <laughs> from that Halloween trip. Halloween trip? Jesus. From that Christmas trip. It was super cute. I hope they bring her back in that costume again. I assume she'll be outside somewhere, but I really hope they bring that costume back because it was beautiful. Very cute. What's yours? The first thing that came into my head was Skeleton Goof because he's really funny. But then I thought from an actual costume perspective, I really like, I know, I know in French he's Ladingo. He's not goofy. Hmm. 
but I always call him Dingo Goofy, which is the director Goofy that's outside of Walt Disney Studios, because that's not necessarily a like a particular time of year, true. but it's a completely different themed outfit that he has. Very true. And I just think that it's really clever, and I really love director Goofy, because I think he... I know, because you can interact with him more about different things, and I've seen him interact with... Um, I was going to say interact with customers. I've seen him interact with guests in a manner of like, oh, what are we recording today, Goof? And all this sort of stuff, and he has a yeah. little clapboard and all sorts of stuff. So I really do like director Goofy. And on the back of that... Honourable mention for Santa Goof. Oh, Santa Goof. Santa Goof is a cross between... No, Santa Goof looks like he's Sandy Claus. Yeah, and it's just the goddamn <laughs> cutest thing. I love Santa Goof. I love Goofy anyways. Yeah. So Goofy in any outfit always makes me happy. But I really like but. director Goof. Also, I feel like I can't comment on any of the Halloween costumes because I've not actually seen any of them in person. Yet. Exactly. So I don't want to comment on any of them because I don't know if... Anyway, sometimes when you see things in person, you're like, oh. Or you see things, you're yeah. like, oh, wow. So I've definitely seen Director Goofy, and I really like Director Goofy. Okay, cool. So yeah, thank you for that question, Brefney, even though you're purposely making it more difficult for us than was necessary. <laughs> yeah, we don't need any more. Thank you. Hello, guys. So as if you've listened to the past two episodes, you should know, we've been running a giveaway for celebrating getting a thousand followers on Instagram. The giveaway that we have been running as of midnight on the day this episode gets released on the 30th of July will be closed. So keep an eye out if you have entered on our Instagram stories. We will be announcing the winner there. And yeah, best luck to everyone that's entered. And we'll let you know who won soon. So as we said at the beginning of this podcast, this week is a tiny bit different. First of all, we didn't have any news. And this week, we aren't continuing with our land-based historical extravaganza of Disneyland Paris. Ooh. Thank you. Maybe that's what we should call it. Land-based historical (laughs) extravaganza. So this week, we're going to just hop to the side for a bit. And by request of Sinead, I have found a Disney tag list with 30 questions. Exciting. So... Some of them, I think, are going to be quite short answers. Some of them, I think, can be dragged out a bit. This Disney Tag Questions is courtesy of tagquestions.net. Yeah. So I couldn't find... I don't know if I didn't look very hard, but I couldn't find, like, a quick Disney Tag that, like, a lot of YouTubers have done or anything. Okay. Uh, So we're just going to do this one because it's going to be a little bit of fun. I Uh, have not seen any of these questions. But I have because I need time to think. So I'm going in blind. Because Sinead's really good at those, like snippy snap snaps but if i see a question my mind goes blank and i forget every disney movie i've ever watched okay it's mostly disney movie questions okay but there is a couple of park things in it as well okay okay so question number one is favorite animal oh dear Mm. that's difficult oh is it yeah i have lots can I only pick one? Uh, I give you two. Ooh, okay. I'll pick Pegasus because I love Pegasus. Is Pegasus an animal? Yeah, he's Pegasus' horse. Okay. Well, see, the second one I was going to pick isn't technically an animal because it's a ghost. Okay. Zero. Oh. But Zero's an old doggo ghost. Oh, that's fair. I'll allow it. Zero is uh, the cutest. I love Zero. Literally, if there's ever anything Zero that you can buy, I probably have it and I probably, or if I haven't and bought pe- it yet, I will buy it. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> so yeah, Pegasus and Zero. Amazing. I said, thought that my favorite animal is probably Pua from like an animal perspective, okay. not from like a character perspective, okay. but like the animal of Pua I thought was really cute. Okay. I thought you would have went with Pascal. 
I've seen the questions that are time Okay. <laughs> but from like an animal, like taking out his character and taking out what he means to the storyline. And I just think Pua as a pig is unbelievably cute. <laughs> Pua as a pig. Pua as a pig, I just thought is a great animal. Okay. And I have great love for Pua. Okay. Okay. So question number two is favorite character. Oh God. Yeah. Megara. Just straight up. Cause like there are, there are some more questions down the line that are like see she doesn't fit into a lot of other like she's not a prince she's not a princess mm-hmm. obviously she's not a prince she's not a princess so she doesn't fit into a lot of other car- uh, categories yeah but yeah i'm gonna go with megara she's girl. badass amazing good choice my favorite character i'm gonna go with scrooge mcduck you do love scrooge because i love scrooge so much and he doesn't really fit into any of these other categories but yeah. like as a character i just think scrooge is really funny i also love scrooge's recent rejuvenation with david tennant he's very funny and i really enjoy it third question is favorite classic like old movie or just ones that are within the 50 classics i'm gonna oh no i'm gonna go with like older disney older disney movies i'm trying to think mary poppins is yours mary poppins (laughs) as well (laughs) i loved mary poppins when i was a kid mary poppins was such a big part of me growing up because it was the only proper like vhs that i watched in my granny's house okay so i watched mary poppins i'd say at least twice a week see a lot of the other disney movies that i watched when i was a kid were well the only other one if if we did one separate ones i'd maybe go with the aristocats because the aristocats i loved when i was a kid i love oliver and company <gasps> that's not an old disney movie though that's from like the 80s see that's old to me though <laughs> everything is old to you <laughs> but like i didn't watch oliver and company until i worked in the store Oliver and Company's great. Soundtrack. so to me that's quite classic-y it's i feel like if it's any time before the 80s it kind of counts but 80s kind of encompasses number four is favorite hero favorite hero i know just to skip ahead the next question is favorite heroine okay so this one will be hero the next one will be heroine favorite hero i feel like i don't actually know who would be my favorite hero i don't really go for a lot of heroes Do you know what I mean? Well, I'll say mine. Mine's Maximus. I'm a lot more of like an anti-hero villain yeah, kind fair. of person. Because like my, I mean? my hero isn't a human. My hero yeah. is Maximus the horse. I'm going to go with Wreck-It Ralph. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. That's a really cute. nice one. Because, yeah, he's cute. That's I, a good one. I mean, I don't know if that works because he was originally a bad guy, but still, I'm going with Wreck-It Ralph. <laughs> I don't care. Okay, and the next question is favorite heroine. Merida. Merida's badass. That's I a love good one. Merida. That's a really good one. I'm going to go with Mulan. Oh, because, you know, she saved China. She did save China. Good woman yourself. <laughs> I just think she's like the ultimate heroine. I mean, her and Pocahontas are pretty Oh, high, absolutely. Like, come on. Sixman's favorite kiss. What? Favorite kiss. Favorite kiss. I don't think I have one. Um, I don't think I have one. That's okay. Um, Not even Princess and the Frog kiss? Maybe. That's quite a funny one. Yeah. Yeah, I'll go with Princess and the Frog. I have in my head is Carl and Ellie when they get married you're like totally picking stuff that i wouldn't have thought i just would have assumed it would have been a rapunzel thing but carnally you're very cute i just think that one means more yeah true than because like i love rapunzel and i love tangled but when it comes to like individual parts i just yeah. think that kiss is a lot more it's quite cute and i like that whole scene where they've got the two different sides of the family and everything it's it's cute yeah seventh is favorite love song i'm not a lovey-dovey person <laughs> well this is where the love ends today <laughs> Can I pick an anti-love song? Sure. I won't say I'm in love by Megra. Of course. Because <laughs> it technically is a love song because she's battling with her feelings that she does like her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, I love that song. It's fab. 
Amazing. I feel like I have to know your one. Yeah, my one's quite obvious. I see the light yeah. tangled. There we go. <laughs> I mean, if I didn't say that one, then that was... I would have been real shocked. Yeah, no, that's definitely my one. I was thinking of, like, other ones, but I was like, that's not... Let's not mess with the classic. Number eight it says favorite original character, but I don't know what they mean by that. I would assume. What's the difference between your favorite character and your favorite original character? I would assume because, like, you know the way the Little like Mermaid's Snow based White. off. Oh yeah, a okay. Uh huh. So I'd say it's probably someone that's completely imagined by Disney. I'm gonna go with Donald Duck. That's a cute one. I love Donald Duck. He's great. Can I span mine and just be the emotions? that are in inside out <laughs> i want all of them because they are you can't get any more original than putting thoughts to emotions sure and i just think that for disney pixar to have come up with all of those yeah was ingenious okay cool number nine is favorite pixar film coco you love coco i always forget I that you love coco love coco i have been obsessed with dia de los muertos for years when i started doing spanish in school we every october would do like a whole thing on dia de los muertos i love the history behind it i love the i love everything to do with dia de los muertos it's oh i love it so much beret from who we used to, both used to work with in disney actually brought me back a sugar school like a literal yeah. sugar school when she was coming back from mexico which i was obsessed with but yeah Everything about Coco is just absolutely visually stunning. It's got a cute doggo. It's got loads of skeletons. It's got tons of orange. It's based around Halloween. It's all about family and cuteness. Coco. Fantastic. Thanks. <laughs> I'm going to stick to my roots and I'm going to say cars. That's fair. Because as much as I love... Someone like, has to. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> cars was a phenomenon. Thank you very much. I know. I know. Someone has to. I had to merch it all the time. I know. <laughs> so like as much as I love... Like Inside Out, I actually I forget how much I like Inside Out until I go back and watch it. Yeah. And how good a movie it is. And I obviously I love Up and Wally and all of those other Pixar movies. But the original concept for cars always just makes me happy about how they thought about all the small things. And like when I think about cars, I always think about the little flies that are the little beetles and how their like fly dust makes little tire tracks in the sky. And it's I'm like, cute. oh, it's just so funny. Um, so mine's definitely cars. Number 10 is your favourite prince. I actually don't know. I'd say probably Flynn. A lot of the princes really annoy me. Yeah. They're same. all quite bland. And stupid. Naveen, Naveen's fine. Mm -hmm. But no, I think Flynn probably my favourite. He's, he's the only one that has a decent amount of personality. Yeah. Well, Flynn is also mine. Surprise, surprise. And then your favourite princess. Favourite princess. Uh, I've already mentioned Merida, so I'll go with Tiana. That's a good one. I Mine's love Tiana. Obviously Rapunzel and I'm not going to stray from that. <laughs> Question number 12 is your favourite quote. My favourite quote? Yeah. Um, I have a... <laughs> Do you have one? The only one that's come into my head is a really, really weird one from The Nightmare Before Christmas that always makes me laugh. Okay. And it's when they've lost Jack and the, the mayor's like freaking out and trying to find out where everyone has searched and stuff. And then the vampires come in and one of them has a pumpkin stuck on his foot and he's like hobbling through. And he's like, we trudged through the pumpkin patch. <laughs> and I don't know why, but it makes me cackle. Every time I see it. So I'm going to go with that because I absolutely love it. That's funny. It's so stupid, but it's great. That's really good. My one is one that isn't overly amazing, but it's one that I quote a lot and people okay. don't get it. And it's entangled, surprisingly, because it's the movie I've probably seen the most. And it's 
at the very beginning when Flynn and the brothers have stolen the crown. Yeah. And Flynn's running away and he's like, look at everything we've done and it's only eight in the morning. <laughs> you say that every time we're in Disneyland. Yeah, and I say it every time. And, I, and because it's because I'm not a morning person that I'm always like... You're amazed you've done anything yeah, before I'm 8 like, a.m. look at everything we've done. But I'll change the time a lot. Oh, like, yeah. if, it's a, if it's 10 a.m., I'll be like, everything we've done, it's only 10 in the morning. I'm pretty sure you put that all over our Instagram stories when we were in Disneyland as well. So it's, now that you've mentioned it, I'm like, yeah, you yeah, say that all the time. So it's not a like a... neither of them are meaningful no but that's just when i know i say a lot that's fair um but there are some amazing quotes in disney movies and much more powerful and strong and insightful but clearly we've gone for (laughs) we walked through the pumpkin patch we jumped through the pumpkin patch (laughs) and look at everything we've done it's only eight in the morning that is the imaginary of disney oh god the 13th question is your favorite sequel my favorite sequel Mm. do i have a favorite sequel is probably a better question Mm. toy story 3 okay i'm not going to say cars 2 (laughs) i think everyone would thank you for that (laughs) because that's probably the worst movie that was ever made i don't really know i mean descendants 2 teen beach movie too no i'm not gonna There's say a teen beach movie too yeah and they come back they come back to them like they so the guys who are in the movie come to the real world uh, it's stupid though spoiler alert if anyone hasn't watched teen beach i've not seen two. descendants too although the fact that i know the hades is in descendants three i'm like oh maybe i want to watch that though in teen beach movie too spoiler if i haven't seen it at the end they forget everything and they um, think it was just a dream. That's boring. Like the the guys from the the mainland are like the whole the whole two movies that just happened didn't exist. That's what boring. What a fucking cop out of a movie. I'm gonna say Descendants two because okay. is it worth watching? Would I enjoy it or should I just skip to three? I mean, I don't. Have you seen the first Descendants? Yeah, I think so. I think I've seen most of it. Mm. I saw it in bits during night shifts. I think Descendants three makes reference to Descendants two Ursula and Ursula's daughter oh so I think you might need to know okay it. that's fine I'm only saying it's my favorite sequel because there aren't that many Disney don't do sequels, sequels? very well yeah Incredibles 2 was alright yeah it was pretty funny sticking with Toy Story 3 though yeah and I don't want to pick any of the Toy Stories either because you picked Toy Story 3 so I'm gonna go with, I'm gonna throw it out there and go Descendants 2 fair uh, number 14 is your favorite sidekick my favorite sidekick yeah can it be a duo sure pain and panic that's a good one my favorite sidekick is obviously pascal yes because pascal totally. is bay i have a small collection of pascals that are slowly growing into double digits mm. number 16 is your favorite oh no sorry number 15 is your favorite song favorite song so one that like i'm gonna go with one that really gets you going see <laughs> there's one that comes into my head because of a podcast that i was listening to earlier mm-hmm. i was listening to once upon a scream mm-hmm. and they i was listening to their episode about hocus pocus so immediately my mind went to the sanderson sisters doing i put a spell on you thank you max for that marvelous introduction yeah however you can't listen to that outside of the movie or a clip on youtube so i'm not going to go with that but honorable mention it's zero to hero oh! Or Lock, Shock and Barrel song from Nightmare for Christmas because I love that. Oh, Yeah, I just don't like Nightmare for Christmas as much as you do. Shocking. My favourite song. Hmm, there's just so many. 
I can tell you Breffney's favourite song. Probably. Yeah, tell you Breffney's favourite song. It's either Gaston, because he likes to do different renditions of it. Oh, he loves doing that. Or You're Welcome. Oh, yeah. Because he loves a bit of Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Do you know what? I'm going to really go out there and I'm going to go Love is an Open Door. Love is an open door. Okay. Because when that song no i changed my mind oh i'm gonna go with reindeers are better than people reindeers are better than people sven don't you think that's true from frozen okay which is the song sung by sven no which is the song sung by Kristoff. yes when they're in the little thing yes because i just think that's hilarious Okay. And because he does the voices of Stan as well. Hmm. Because there's so many songs to choose from that obviously there's, I have loads of favourites. Yeah. But I like that little aside. Okay. And because it's not an overly produced song either, it's just a guitar and his voice. Totally fair. So I really like that one. Number 16 is favourite theme attraction. So I'm going to tell you the next three ones because they're sort of intertwined. So okay. 16 is favourite theme attraction, or I assume it's favourite theme park attraction. Seven okay. is favourite theme park. And 18 is favourite theme park show. Okay. Haunted Mansion slash Phantom Manor. Yeah. Disneyland, California. Uh-huh. That's my favorite park. Yeah. Hocus Pocus Villain Spectacular. Oh, wow. Honestly, I could watch that all day. When I went to Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party, there's three There's three of those shows. Did I watch all three of them right up at the castle? Yes, yes I did. <laughs> so I'm going to go with favorite theme park attraction. I'm going to go with Tower of Terror. Shocker. Because I can, I could loop that all day. I, I would be violently ill. The adrenaline I get from it is great. Oh, no. uh, my favorite theme park, I'm going to go with DLP because okay. it's my home park and I've not really been to many others. Totally fair. I didn't spend enough time in Tokyo Disney Sea to comment on it, I don't think. Um, I'd say I will really like Epcot. Okay. And it might become a big favourite and Magic Kingdom. Yeah. But I've never been there, so I'm not going to comment. Totally fair. And then my favourite theme park show is the Surprise Mickey, Mickey's 90th show that was on in studios last year. Hey, we're ready to party. Ready to party. Won't be late. We won't be late. Let's get it started because we just can't wait. Is that just so I can put the music in yes, again? Yes, please. <laughs> That song was so good, and the whole premise of that show was great. And there was a little confetti at the end that I loved it. So number nineteen is your favorite villain. Oh God! See, this is where I struggle because yeah. I have so many. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I can think of like five off the top. Of my head. I'll give you two. Oh, Hades. Okay. Hades is always babe. <laughs> Do you want to just stick with Hades then? No. Hades and Ursula. Hades and Ursula. Yeah. Great. Funky colour hair, squiggly bottoms. Wow. <laughs> I since I would also like to choose Hades. Okay. Because I think Hades is just really funny. Oh, he's gas. Hades is a really good comical relief. Yes. Whereas like Ursula isn't. Like Ursula shouldn't be pinned as like full comic relief. She's an entertaining character. She's not supposed to be comic relief though. She is just supposed to be your bog standard evil villain. Yeah, exactly. So she's not pinned as comic relief, but yeah. Hades definitely is. Oh, 100%. Like, the stuff that comes out of Hades is hilarious. So I really like Hades, and then my other one is Lotso. Oh, yeah! that turn just yeah. gets me. Like, in Toy Story 3, when you realise that he's evil, and oh, whoa, whoa. And he smells like straws. So yeah, so that's my favourite villain. And then number 20 is favourite villain song. Oh, merciful hour. Mm. Um... <laughs> Well, see, Hades doesn't have a song that he sings himself. The muse is just singing about him, so that's okay. that out of the way. 
I'm gonna go with Oogie Boogie song. Oogie Boogie song from the Night Before Christmas is great. Oh. And I'm so excited because that live show thing is happening in the three arena and Oogie Boogie's gonna be there and he's gonna sing a song live at an orchestra and I'm so excited. Great. <laughs> My favorite villain song is definitely Mother's Mother Knows Best. That's yeah, I get Mother that. Gothel because I can sing the entire tangled soundtrack off the top of my head oh very good and i just think but like that's one of the songs that like i think it's a really fun like it's obviously not a fun song it's about like depression and emission or whatever but it's actually a really keep it light yeah <laughs> but it's a really good song and i really enjoy it as like key changes and all sorts of stuff number 21 is least favorite pixar film cars two, two. yeah it's not my favorite that's no, very shit i actually i see i say that but i've not even seen cars three I think Cars 3 is the only Pixar movie I've never seen. Cars 3 pretends that Cars 2 never existed. Oh, good. <laughs> you could watch the first Cars and Cars 3 and never know that there was a second Cars movie. Oh, okay. It's like they did a good job hiding it. I will watch it eventually because, as I said, it is the only Pixar movie that I've not seen. And I'm a little bit of a completionist. So I feel like I need to just sit down and commit to it. Fair. So Cars 2? Yeah. I don't know if Cars 2 is my least favourite. I can't, I'm struggling to think of all the Pixar movies ever made. Toy Story, Bugs Life. What are some of the first ones? Nemo, Monsters University, Monsters Inc. Inc. Dory. I liked all those Brave. movies. I feel like there's a Pixar movie. Good Dinosaur. I'm... Yeah, maybe Good Dinosaur. Oh. Like, I know that loads of people like Good Dinosaur, but I think I got bored or maybe it was like my personal connection with the good dinosaur of the fact that it wouldn't leave the goddamn store <laughs> and i thought i was gonna see it for the rest of my life i i do agree i don't think the story of the good dinosaur was it's particularly good. strong no however it is visually visually it's great stunning but if you said to me do you want to watch good, oh here I, I know if you said to me do you want to watch sit down and watch good dinosaur cars 2 i'd say i want to watch cars 2 okay fair so i obviously must not like Good Dinosaur that much. Okay. Just an aside, Good Dinosaur was definitely, the merchandise for that definitely wasn't aimed at the right no. age at all in the slightest. No, it wasn't. It should it have was, been for a much younger it was demographic. Just, but it was all the like hard toys. Ta- and because yeah. they're all dinosaurs, they're all spiky. Yeah. And like, you can't the, even just give that to a kid. The only, the only good thing they had was Arlo and that other dinosaur was the crap and just, oh, it was terrible merchandising. Terrible merchandising. 22 is your least favourite song. My least favourite song? Yeah. Um, Let It Go. I also second Let It Go, but I also am going to go with that song that's in Toy Story 2 when Jessie's reminiscing about how she got let go. she left me. Yeah, I hate that song. Yeah. When somebody loved me. Shut up, Jessie. Get over here, a toy. Like, I hate that song. I hate listening to it's it. It's so sad. It's so sad. And people would put it on in, in the, the theatre. And it would just bring down the entire mood I'd, of the whole floor. I'd reset the theatre. I'd be like, no. Pop, pop. I so bad. Just another Tales from the Crypt there. When I was first made senior cast and it was around Halloween time, I was... Because you know when you first get made senior cast, you're just left up on first floor to die? Yeah. So I was left up on first floor, but they'd added in Halloween stuff onto the soundtrack. So, and it was basically the entirety of the Nightmare for Christmas soundtrack. So I just kept looping all of them. And I had kidnapped the Sandy Claus on. And a little girl came into the theatre, like, skipped in and was all happy and sat down. And, like, the lyrics of that song are, kidnap the Santa Claus, lock him up real tight, throw away the key and then turn off all the lights. Like, it's all about, like, being 
horrible to um, Santa Claus and whatnot. And this little girl was just staring at it like dead eyes, horrified. And I was like, okay, best <laughs> best reset this now. <laughs> but yeah, I I with Pick and Let It Go, it's not a bad song. I have just, I have heard it, and this is no exaggeration, thousands and thousands of times. Yeah, no, definitely. Like, if you were, if you were a cast member that works during Frozen, God bless you, because it's seared into your brain and it will never leave. Yeah, like, I can still watch Frozen, but I have to skip Let It Go. It's just... I it's, can't watch... It's unbearable. ...that scene where she builds her, her ice castle. I just can't do it. The only, the only time and place that I will happily listen to it is during Illumination and that's because it's in French and because we used to have to listen to the 25 languages version like 17,000 times. You just try to remember the 17, the t- not even 17, you try to remember the 25 languages version. Yeah. Sing that along to that. Dead in day and hoisin. Butchered that. Peter Soy. <laughs> 23 is movie that makes you cry. Oh God. I would say Toy Story 3, but I've already used that as an answer for something else and I'm conscious that I want to try use different movies different movies mm-hmm. uh i don't know inside out makes me cry i don't think it made me cry when she has the whole emotional breakdown and she's on the bus and you she's really like, felt that yeah kind of like when she's so confused because when you think about it like she is just so confused and yeah. obviously it's funny because there's the five emotions but like when they the point in the movie where you realize that sadness is really important and that it's really important to have all of your emotions and to let them all out mm. i think the first time and if i'm at an emotional like emotional time <laughs> yeah. it does make me cry because it is quite okay it's just, it is very emotional I'm going to go with Up and that particular scene when they find out that they can't have kids because that is heartbreaking. People are always like, Up gets in the first 10 minutes and I don't think I've ever cried in Up. I don't think it's something that I would like regularly cry at. Not that I would, I don't regularly watch Up, but that scene where you find out that they can't have kids and then when it's just Carl, it's heartbreaking. This is true. Heartbreaking. Small aside, one movie I didn't cry at was Coco oh my god i bawled me and brefney were down in carlo because we went down to carlo for his birthday no we didn't go to carlo <laughs> we went to kilkenny i was like when did you go to carlo and what did you do because there's nothing to do in carlo we went to kilkenny for brefney's birthday mm-hmm. and we went to this real hokey little cinema in kilkenny to go watch coco and the two of us bawled our eyes crying and i think what got the two of us is we've both had grandparents that like one of Brefney's grandparents had dementia and my granddad kind of had a not quite dementia but something along those lines and I think it's just it hit home a yeah, lot absolutely so that's what that's what did it because when I went into Coco people were like you're gonna cry you're gonna cry so much and then I didn't I didn't cry at all I actually got to the end and I was like I turned to Ed and I was like was that it <laughs> No, I think I think it's because we've both been in a similar situation with grandparents. Binks has just come in the window. Oh. Do you mind? Oops. <laughs> For anyone that doesn't know, I have a cat called Thackeray Binks, who we've only just recently found out is actually a female cat. Come on. Go on and jump. she's just jumped in the window jump. and she doesn't know how to get over to us because there's neck curtains. She can't do it, can she? She's no. Like a movie that makes you laugh. Movie that makes me laugh. You're telling me there's no Disney movie that makes you laugh. I can't think of one off the top of my head. Wally always makes me laugh. Yeah. Have you noticed that any of the like ones where what movies evoke emotion? We've both kind of gone Pixar. Oh yeah. 
Goddamn Pixar. They're really gotcha. Do you know what always makes me laugh? Whoa. What? That scene in Monsters University with the slug guy that's trying to get to class, but he can't. I'm gonna be late! <laughs> that guy. And the fact that they let that scene go for just as long as they did made oh, it great. Yeah, that was good. 25 is overrated movie. Beauty and the Beast. Oh, that's a really good one! I don't care for Beauty and the Beast. I never have. I don't get it. I Yeah, way overrated in my opinion. Wow. I feel like everyone was expecting me to go with Frozen, but no, Beauty and the Beast. That's a good one. Is it bad if I say The Little Mermaid? I knew you were going to. <laughs> you were either going to say The Little Mermaid or you're going to say Peter Pan and you're going to make Amy hate you that tiny little bit more. Yeah, we'll just keep it on The Little Mermaid train. I, yeah, Little Mermaid. I think I, because I like the idea of Peter Pan, I just hate how Peter Pan looks. Okay. Like, like he's too spiky. Do you like the Peter Pan from Hook? No, I hate Hook. I hate that movie. Oh, you need to get out of my house right now. Yeah, I just don't really like it. Oh, you need to get out of my house right now. 26, the saddest death. Saddest death. Yeah. I feel like everyone's go-to would be Mufasa. Oh, really? Would you not automatically think Mufasa? No, mine is Bing Bong. Oh, God. (laughs) So I didn't care for Bing Bong. No, I know. Because when Bing Bong dies, that also makes me cry. (laughs) Yeah, so I'm definitely going Bing Bong. Ooh. I mean, I suppose I'll go with Mufasa. Simba. Yeah, I'll go with Mufasa. I can't really think of any other, like, deaths that make me sad. Yeah. Like, a lot of deaths in Disney movies are well-deserved. Oh. <laughs> Arlo's dad. When, Arlo da- when Arlo's dad oh, dies, yeah, that's that is sad. Very sad. That's Again, sad. goddamn Pixar. Pixar. Yeah. Them and their emotions. No, most deaths are where you deserve in Disney. 27. A song that always gets stuck in your head. <laughs> Oh, do you know what got stuck in my head? And Breffney can attest to this for no joke. The entirety of Saturday, what? the Ducktales song. Life is like a hurricane here in Literally, great song. The entire and it's because Wendy sent us that video of a dog getting groomed. <laughs> yeah, that and video dancing. is so funny. <laughs> I'm gonna post it on our Instagram. First. <laughs> Of a dog dancing to the DuckTales theme song. And honestly, but it was like the first two lines of it. That was all that was stuck in my head. Mm-hmm. So it's either that or Heffalumps and Woozles. They're the two <gasps> songs that always get stuck in my head. Oh, and I don't like Winnie the Pooh, but Heffalumps and Woozles always get stuck in my head. very confusing. What's yours? Uh, I don't know. I can't really think of one. My go-to is Triple Dent Gum from Inside Out. But I feel like now that I've said Inside Out so many times, <laughs> we'll make you smile. <laughs> Um, I cannot tell you how often me and Breffney just find other things to put in there. So like in Tesco in the like chilled area where you can get like your ready meals, you can get triple cooked chips. So we're always like, triple cooked chips will make you smile. Man, you two are We sing that for each other. <laughs> you fucking weirdos. <laughs> they see you coming, right? The manager of Tesco sees you coming and they're like, oh my God, here they go singing down the, they go singing down the- <laughs> Ready meal aisle. <laughs> chip, cook, chips. They're like, mm. honestly, <laughs> every time. Oh dear. You've got a friend in me always gets stuck on my head. I feel like that's a classic. Okay. Because I'll find myself singing that. Okay, that's fair. So. 28 is the first movie you saw. Pocahontas was the first movie that I saw in this, the first Disney movie I saw in the cinema, but it was also the first movie I ever saw in the cinema. Wow. Yeah, I went for one of my birthdays, whichever birthday it was when Pocahontas got released. So yeah, I'm going to go with Pocahontas because I know that's a first. I don't know what my first Disney film was. That's why I'm going with Pocahontas because I don't know. (laughs) 
<laughs> I probably watched others before then. Yeah, I don't... I, as far as I remember, it was probably Mary Poppins okay. in my granny's house, but I could have seen others before that. Yeah. And I honestly don't... Because growing up, I wasn't into Disney that mm. all that much. It was only sort of when I got into like my early to mid teenage years that i started getting into disney yeah so i couldn't really tell you i can tell you that i didn't watch lion king until i worked in the store i was like that with a lot of movies i remember my first day when i was on guest serve someone asked me about oh someone asked me where pascal was and i was like <laughs> who <"A> that? Now? <laughs> i was like a who now yeah i mean yeah. like i definitely didn't know as much about disney as i do now before i started working in the store definitely yeah broadened my horizons 29 is the saddest scene from your favorite movie the saddest scene from my favorite movie yeah well see i would probably say that see i kind of have a mixture because i have my well, all-time your, what, my all-time all favorite movie my all-time favorite movie is hocus pocus okay great what's your saddest what's the saddest part of hocus pocus when the bus drives over thackeray binks and you think he's dead okay great that's your answer <laughs> not you <laughs> insert Sinead pointing to her own cat the saddest scene from my favorite movie is when Rapunzel and Flynn have just finished being on the boat and he sees the brothers in the distance and he goes over and they end up taking him and tying him to the boat with the crown to make it look like he stole he did stole the crown make it look like he stole the crown and then her mom comes back or not her mom mother gothel comes back that whole scene just rips me apart because they were so happy and they were like we love each other and you are my new dream and oh no that's at the end but like you know what i mean like she's everything's come full circle and then boom ripped apart fair so that's the saddest scene for my favorite and then the last question is the most underrated movie most underrated movie i don't <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go way out there. Okay. And I'm going to pick Halloween Town, my favourite Disney Channel original movie. Halloween Town's a great movie. If you have not seen Halloween Town, particularly if you have Disney Life, even just get the Disney Life subscription for the week trial that you can have it. Give it a watch. It is from the 90s. It is your quintessential little happy Halloween movie. And... I absolutely adore it. So yeah, I'm going to go with Halloween Town because I think it's vastly underrated. I don't think if I can think of one. Was Oliver and Company an underrated movie? Yeah, I don't think it, I don't think enough people give it its props. Yeah, I think under, I'm going to go with Oliver and Company because mostly because I thought it was a not great movie and then I watched it and it's actually pretty good and the music from it is great and the interaction of all the animals are great. It's not that long. Hmm. So it's good for short, shorter kids? No. <laughs> Nathan, you'll love it! <laughs> it's good for younger kids, because it's actually not that long, because it was in Disney's early-ish days yeah. of, like, that kind of animation. Okay. So, yeah, I'm going to go with Oliver and Company. Okay, cool. And that was that Disney tag. Some really random questions here and there, but pretty basic enough. But that was very fun. That was fun. So because we still have a bit of time and we don't want to shortchange you guys, we've decided to do a quick fire of a Disney Parks tag. Cool. I'm excited. Now this one is specifically a Walt Disney World tag, but I'll tweak things as and when is applicable. Okay. But we're going to answer them about Disneyland Paris? Yeah. Or other parks that we've been in. So we're not going to answer them specifically about Disneyland Paris? Not sp- not just Disneyland Paris. We won't limit it. Oh, now, there okay. is one that I don't know how I'm going to change it, but we'll see. Okay. Well, go for it. <laughs> uh, excuse me. So... 
First time you went to Disney? Oh, 20, no. Yeah, 20 something. The Good. first time I went, I don't know what year it was, I'm sorry. My first time to Disney, Yeah. well, Kate has a thing, was in January 2013. Um, I was there just after Christmas and just after I'd been made a permanent cast member. It was mm. very exciting. I didn't have my discount card or anything. It was shite. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know what year, but I'm pretty sure I was like eight. I can't tell you the year. I'm so sorry. Okay. Um, I'm pretty sure I was like eight, but it was the trip where I thought I was going to Wales, but I was actually oh, going to Disney. Yeah. It was that trip. Okay. Fair. The next question is favorite park, but we've already answered that in the last set of questions. I'm going to go, what's your second favorite park? Or what do you think will be your favorite park? Out of ones that you've not visited yet. Probably Magic Kingdom. Okay. That's my answer. Okay. I'm going to go with second favorite and I'm actually going to go with DCA because DCA is amazing. Okay. I love it. Favorite land. Hmm. I'd like to say Fantasyland, but okay. the rides in Fantasyland aren't that great. You just like the aesthetic. Yeah. From okay. a ride perspective, Frontierland. Yeah, I'm going Frontierland. Also, as an overall thing frontierland's probably there it's got a good few rides in it and they're all like, oh, okay good but i like the aesthetic of Fantasyland. now i'm going all around frontierland all in on it okay. whole hog cool. love it favorite disney resort hotel <sighs> you can have one that you have stayed in and one that you haven't stayed in but you think is probably your favorite just from the, the one that i it. have stayed in is sequoia lodge agreed in disneyland paris agreed one that i haven't stayed in but i probably think i would is oh, what's that one called the port orleans riverside there's riverside and there's french quarter i don't know which is which i think the french quarter is the posher one is it i don't know whichever the one the posher one is oh i think i'd like that one fair i'm gonna go with the polynesian oh good one i like polynesian culture and all that kind of stuff so mm-hmm. i think polynesian would probably be or the contemporary i think i'd quite like the contemporary see i always feel like the contemporary is just a bit boring Mm, yeah i don't know i mean it has that mary blair artwork yeah but like you know the rest of them all have like a theme yeah the contemporary is just contemporary yeah mm. anyway what's your favorite <laughs> snack favorite snack Ooh, is it bad if i say a mickey waffle no <laughs> probably a mickey waffle hashtag on brand or just plain old like chips okay not potato chips in america but like chips like in an irish chip just like fries yeah Big fan. I'm going to go with the Rice Krispie Treats that you get in the American parks because they are delish. Good choice. I love a Rice Krispie Treat. Favorite souvenir? Pins. I'm going to go with spirit jerseys. Oh, that's a good call. I'm going to go with pins because pins are something that you can buy for other people as well. True. As like little souvenirs, like for like good friends, but you're not necessarily going to buy a spirit. But like for yourself, absolutely. Spirit jerseys are 100%. Yeah. I, last week I wore a spirit jersey nearly every day of the week. <laughs> I only realized after I was like, oh, oh. Dear. I was like, why? I was like, this is like the fourth day in a row I've worn like a different spirit jersey, but they're just so versatile. They're so comfy. And they're so comfy. See, I think that's why I'm picking spirit jerseys because like I have an absolute shed load of pins, but they just sit on a pin board. They don't I do lo- anything. I love my pins on my pin board. But I love mine they too. And I look so at them happy. every day. Yeah. But at least with a spirit jersey, I can actually wear it and get some use out of it. That's fair. Yeah. Good call. Favorite table service restaurant. Can we count? Character, I think character meals can be included in that. Oh. Anything that's not quick service. No. Uh, well, a 
okay, well then, um, inventions in, or inventions, oh Christ, what's it called? Inventions. Inventions in the Disneyland Paris Hotel. No, that's table, yeah, we're counting that, are we? Because yeah. it's a buffet. Yeah. Yeah. Grand. Anything that's not quick service. Um, I would probably go, I'd actually go Plaza Gardens. That goddamn scrambled egg. Oh, yeah. Goddamn that was good. Egg. That was good. I think value for money, the quality, the food you get, and the characters that you get, Plaza Gardens. As long as you're prepared and not too nervous to meet anyone. Yeah. <laughs> and then favourite counter service. Favourite counter service. Oh, DLP doesn't have any. Or even ones that you've seen in other parks that you're like, yeah, I want to eat there. That bakery place in the French Pavilion in Epcot. Oh, I have no idea what it's called. But do you know the one I'm talking about? Yeah. That everyone always gets the bread and the pastries from and it just looks so goddamn delicious that one i'm gonna go with the holly jolly bakery in disneyland okay because the food always looks really nice and you can always get like soup and a cheese toasty and just something really appealing about soup and a cheese toasty good delightful favorite ride tower tower oh i should have picked a different one second favorite ride oh okay second favorite ride star tours okay i love star tours do you know why i'm gonna say it as my second favorite because it wasn't when i heard it in french but when i heard it in english i enjoyed oh, it so much more glorious like you had that perfect run my enjoyment level literally went up by 150 percent because i knew it was happening yeah because you wouldn't have heard it at all no interesting so like i understand what's happening like i'm yeah. not stupid like i can get what's going on in the ride <laughs> <Sinead>. <laughs> That's the way you said it. So, like, but it's amazing how much more immersive it is when you can hear it in English. Yeah. So I'm going to go with Star Tours, and because of how ingenious it is at a ride and how many different variations of things you can get, Star Tours. Pirates of the Caribbean. Good choice. I love it. I absolutely love it. I've been, every park that I go to, I've been on all the Pirates of the Caribbeans. I absolutely, I love it. Can't love it anymore. Ten minutes of pure enjoyment. Yeah. I'm excited to do Star Tours and figure out how long Star Tours is, because I actually think Star Tours is longer than you think it is. Yeah. Favorite, what do you think would be your favorite show that you've not been on? Hmm. Been on? No. Been on. I've gone gone to. So we've already done favorite show. Yeah. So what is a show that you think would be your favorite, even though you've not been to it yet? World of Color. Yeah. I think I'd love World of Color. Yeah. Because I really like water aesthetics. I agree. I didn't get to see World of Color when I was in Disneyland. So I'm very excited, very excited about seeing it. Favourite parade? Ooh. Stars on Parade's a good parade. It is. But I don't think it's my favourite parade. Okay. I really loved the Christmas parade. The Christmas parade was good. And the song in the Christmas parade was great. And every time the Christmas parade came on, even if it was rainy and blah, I was like, here we go. Let's go. We're going for it. Everyone come on now. So I'm going to go with the Christmas parade. Okay. Fair. you? Well, what do you think is my favourite parade, Kate? Oh, I'm going to go with Halloween. <laughs> Boo to you. Yeah. Boo to you is just... Boo to you. Find me a person that doesn't enjoy Boo Trick to you. or treat. Because they're lunatics. Happy Halloween. And following on from that... Yeah. Fireworks. Dreams. Yeah. Bring oh. back dreams. Bring back dreams. Illumination is shite. Bring back dreams. Illumination is shite. Dreams is pretty great. I'm going to go, shockingly enough, with Hallowishes. Oh, yeah. The other thing that I used to really enjoy, which I can't remember what it's called now. If you can hear the cat purring in the background, I do apologize. She's very loud. <laughs> it used to happen before Wishes. Wishes! 
but I can't remember what it's called. But that actually got me like weirdly emotional. I, I need to, I need I to find out what it is. Hello. Um, so I couldn't remember the name of the other show that I was talking about. So I gave it a goog and I found it. And it's Celebrate the Magic that used to happen before Wishes. I'm counting it as a fireworks show, even though it's mainly a projection show. Because there are some fireworks. And I've just shown Kate... And I think she's a bit in love with it as well. Yeah, it's really good. It's a really good show. It has so many good things. It also has my little Skelepals, which mm. I totally forgot that it had. There's loads of things in it. It's a really, like, broad show. Yeah. And that Tangled scene is beautiful. Oh, so, yeah. Celebrate the magic. If you've never seen it, look it up on YouTube. It's 11 minutes long. It's worth it. I'll Ele- watch it again. 11 minutes well spent. Yeah. What would be your favourite pavilion in Epcot? What do you think would be your favourite pavilion? Probably Japan. Makes total sense. You've been to Japan. Do you know what, lads? I've been to Japan, right? <laughs> Pro- probably Japan. Okay. Um, I've heard good things about the restaurants, all the shops in there I find very interesting. Like, definitely not the UK pavilion. No. Or the American pavilion. Lads, did you know that the UK pavilion has something on the menu called a black and tan? They are you as annoyed as we are? Because we're pissed. What are they doing? Uh, so yeah, probably the, probably the Japanese pavilion. I think it's because a lot of the pavilions are very European or like, ugh, do you know what I mean? They're a lot of like... They're a lot of very Western. That's probably what I was looking for, not European. They're very Western, yeah. yeah. But, so like a lot of things would be very... Like in the Germany pavilion, it's a lot of things that you can just buy. Like they are German, but you can buy anywhere, do you know what I mean? True. So probably like that. How about you? Mexico. Oh, I was surprised. I love, I love all, like, Mexican food is my favourite type of food. Mm-hmm. I love an El Margarita. I love the Three Caballeros, and the Three Caballeros ride is amazing. I love it so much. I have a collection of the little sugar skulls that you can get. I bought a purple one, and then Kate lovingly gave me two itty bitty ones, a blue mm. one and a red one. Because I have cute. no love for sugar skulls. I love them. So yeah, Mexico is my fave. What colour would you get your magic band? Purple. I thought you would have went pink. Do you know what? I don't like pink as much as everyone thinks I like pink. Okay. I like pink. Pink's a great colour, but I'd probably get a purple one. Fair. I got an orange one. Mm-hmm. If I was to go again, I'd probably either still get orange again or maybe go for black. Oh, good one. Favourite character to meet? Goofy. Okay. Goofy is always a top-notch character. Yeah. And I think Goofy's good because if you have people who aren't that into meeting characters, Goofy doesn't care. So Goofy oh, yeah. will go for it. Oh, yeah. And if you have people in your party who are like, no, I don't really want to get in the picture, Goofy will, like, go over and take you over. And then, all fair, so will Donald. Yeah. But I feel like Goofy's a really good one as well because Goofy's very tall. Mm. If you have, like, normally men who don't want to interact, Goofy's a good one because Goofy's taller than them. Yeah. So it's a tiny bit of intimidation of, like, oh, God, I guess I'll go in this <laughs> I guess this dog's telling me what to do. But, yeah, I Goofy. Fair. I'm going to go with Donald. Good shout. I love Donald. Donald is, Donald is bae. And much the same, Donald's very much, I will always go back to the first morning that me and Breff spent in Disneyland Paris. Breffney is not a morning person by any stretch of the imagination. So getting him out of bed and in for extra magic hours was a struggle. He's less of a morning person than I am. So we got him into the park. He hadn't had any coffee. He was real sleepy (laughs) and just not wanting to be there without caffeine. And then we got into the queue for Donald. And it was like the first thing and it was Devil Donald because it was Halloween. And the second we were interacting with Donald, he like his entire persona changed. He was bloody loving life. And he was like exhilarated at the end of it. He <laughs> was over the moon. So yeah, Donald, Donald's good egg. 
I like Donald. Second last question. A character you haven't met but would really like to. Max Goof? Well, hopefully we'll sort that out in, in like a couple months. Uh, yeah. Max Goof would probably be a really good one. Okay. I, there's, there, that's such a hard question. There are so many characters. Yeah. That at one point or another, it has been possible to meet. I'm going to go Max Goof. I'm going to keep my realms of possibility on the inside. Okay. I'm trying to think who mine would be. Either someone from Hercules, uh, to be honest, I wouldn't even mind who, or Oogie Boogie. I'd like to meet Oogie. Oogie Boogie's a good one. Oh, Lotso. I'd quite like to meet Lotso, because Lotso's quite a difficult character to meet. Yeah. Um, or, no, wait, I changed all my minds. The dwarves. No. Oh. oh. Well, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. There's so many. See, I'd love to meet all seven dwarves, because that would just be, like, a monumental one. A monumental? Yeah, like, it would be a milestone. Baymax. Oh, fair. I want to meet Baymax. That's, yeah. But apparently his character spot is closing soon and there's been no confirmation about where he's going. No. So. I'd love if they put a Baymax meet and greet into the Japan Pavilion. Oh my god, that means so I know he's, I know it's San Francisco, so I don't think they can really do that. Uh, uh, Let's cut the space bit here. And last but not least, your favourite Disney Parks memory. This is a loaded question. Oh god, there's a lot. Yeah. Okay, top three. They all happened on our trip with... Amy? Amy. Oh, okay. So, I think number three was when Amy was meeting Peter Pan. That was so funny. It was just great. I've only numbered these this way because of how, like... I'm going to number them this way because of how unplanned they were. Okay. And because Amy's was a very specifically planned one, that's the only reason at the bottom. They were all equally amazing. Okay. Number three is when Amy met, met, met Peter Pan... Because it was just hilarious. <laughs> Great moment. She so could good. not comprehend. Number two is definitely when we met Jack and we ran from studios over to DLP. Can I just say, I love that we've all blocked out the fact that Sally was even there and it's just only ever when Sinead met Jack. Oh yeah, that's <laughs> because Sally was shite. <laughs> and she was like, will I sign your book? And I'm like, go for it, Sally. Go yeah, for sure. it. Sure, why not? Sinead's just ignored you. <laughs> I just distinctly remember real. telling you guys. Can you guys just make sure you get pictures so I crop Sally out? Yeah. I love The Nightmare for Christmas. Sally is one of my least favorite Disney characters ever. So yeah, I think the excitement of being able to do that and the fact that when we got there, he was gone, but there was still a... The stress. A lot of people around. Yeah. That were like, hmm, Casper said he's probably coming back out. Yeah. Um, so that, and then number three had to be that time where I was in, when I was in the parade? No. When we were watching the parade on that trip and Rapunzel and Flynn came over. I because I think like as much as I loved meeting Rapunzel and Finn properly on our last trip, yeah, that one was just so magical. That and they good. and it was the good Flynn. It was the good Flynn, and we were so lucky that they weren't in a carriage. Yeah, and they came over and they had like a full conversation, and not that they ignored the children. No, but I really enjoy it when Disney characters don't just focus don't on just kids. focus on children because. Yeah. Look, everyone's a child and you can call you can call losers losers or whatever, but like it's nice when people notice you for being excited about something. Yeah. And the fact that they were kids like tugging on her dress and whatever, but she just sort of like continued the conversation with us and that was really great. I agree. So they're 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 my yeah, I'm gonna go with those. I have an honorable mention for one that you should have picked. Which is also related to that trip, Kristoff. Oh my god, do you remember Kristoff? I just completely forgot. So we decided... Oh, I came up and shouted my name. We decided that we were going to wear our cast member badges on our lanyards. Because sometimes it just gets you that little bit. 
Oh yeah. Something, something. <laughs> so, so we all had our cast member badges on our lanyards and this was our second or third time watching the parade during this trip. And it was the same Kristoff each time. Of course it's the same Kristoff, but you know what I mean? <laughs> so we weren't looking and all of a sudden Kristoff ran back towards Kate and went right up beside her and just shouted, hi Kate, and ran. <laughs> And it was so funny. Oh my God. That was actually so good. And my first initial thing was, how does he know my name? And then I was like, wait a minute. I'm wearing <laughs> it. But like, think of that little detail of oh, yeah. noticing my name from walking past. Yeah. To then running out of your formation in the parade. Just come back to and come do that. back and do that. Yeah. But it was such a Kristoff thing to do. It was. Oh, it was just great. That was fantastic. I completely forgot about that. So my... Top three. Meeting Jack was amazing. We were over in the studios park. We had the notification set up for 92 and they said that Jack was out. It wasn't the time of year that he would have a scheduled meet and greet. And we ran from the bathrooms in Studio One over to the, the gate beside Small World. So and the, the very back. And it was not a quiet day in the park. And I have never been so stressed, but I've never been more focused. Yeah, like, you nearly I, child. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to meet Jack Skellington. Jack Skellington is going to have to meet me. It's happening. So yeah, getting to meet Jack was just... And he was real cute as well, because there was a lot of really obnoxious people that just kind of saw that he was there, came barreling over and were trying to shove their way through. But I was like, I was real insistent. Like, ain't, ain't nobody was getting in front of me to the point that Jack was like, you're next. <laughs> <laughs> like, hello. <laughs> so yeah, getting to meet Jack was, was, oh, that was so good. Another one for me is when I was in Magic Kingdom in Walt Disney World. And it was my last day there. I'd had a real shit week. And I'd been by myself for a lot of the week. And this day in particular, I was completely by myself. My phone had completely died because my phone charger thing was in another person's bag. And I was just completely by myself in a park on my last day with no phone. So I was just kind of mooching around doing the last few bits. And we had Memory Maker. So I decided I wanted to get a picture in front of the castle. And I was wearing my ghost dress. And this was just random day in the park before mm-hmm. I left. Queued up to get my picture with the castle. And the cast member was like, oh my God, I love your dress. Because it was Halloween time. Yeah. And she asked if I was going to the Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween party later that, later that night. And I said no, that I'd been to one earlier. Um, and yada, yada, yada. And that was fine. Did, did a couple different pictures and stuff like that. And then tap my magic band all good but when I got back to the room I was able to charge up my phone she'd actually done a magic shot that you can only get at Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party for me what a cutie and it was the one where it's just a picture of me in front of the castle and the dancers the ballroom scene dancers from the Haunted Mansion kind of twirl in past scream and then twirl back out and it's just it's honestly one of my favorite things from that entire trip because I was having such a shit time. I was having a really rough day and that cast member just totally made my day. It was not something she had to do in the slightest. No. It was probably not something that she should have done <laughs> in the slightest because you're only supposed to be able to get those kind of pictures at a ticketed event. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that really, really made my day. 
And I'm trying to think of what to pick as my third one. The cat has been very loud. Um, oh, I don't know. Mm. I'm, I'm Darth Vader was good. I'm going to go with, because I have another honourable mention. Okay. But my other one would be on my last day in Disneyland Paris with Brefney, going on Pirates of the Caribbean, sitting in the front of the boat. And convincing him to put his arms up for the picture. <laughs> and not hold Because Brefney is not great with rides. He's had a very traumatic experience. Favourite memories. Oh, yes. Sorry. I actually forgot what the question was. <laughs> but yeah, so I... Just seeing him, like, really enjoy it and kind of go a bit slightly out of his comfort zone and stuff mm. like that. It was really, really cute. I love that. And then my honourable mention was when we were in the Disneyland Hotel at Christmas. And Brilliance was batting my ears off being a naughty kitten. <laughs> He was so cute. Yeah, all the all the memories from sitting outside in inventions are always good as well. Yeah. So yeah. Is that it? Yeah. That's all the questions. That's all the questions. So wow. thank you for listening, guys. We'll be back to hopefully some regular scheduled programming next week. Here's hoping. Here's hoping. One can only dream. <laughs> but yeah, I think what we've all learned from this is that we both are far too invested in Disney things. <laughs> and you need to go watch Celebrate the Magic. It just really guys, it's really good. <laughs> And then cry when the lanterns go up and then it goes boom. So yeah, thanks for listening, guys. As always, check us out on Instagram at Mickey Waffles Pod. Send us over any questions or anything like that that you would like included in the show. And we're not sponsored. So if you know someone that would like to sponsor us, no. <laughs> Please share it with uh, everyone you know. As we stated last week, your pets. We hope you've sent us pictures of your pets by the time this goes up. If you haven't, send us pictures of your pets. But yeah, please share it with everyone that you know that we think would like to listen to us or is a big Disney fan. So yeah, thanks guys. Bye. Good morning. Bye.